everybody welcome back to q-tips we are the video store junkies and we are back once again to bring you a few selections to watch over the weekend on streaming and we're going to get right into it and i'll throw it to paul why thank you renee well we're, we're hitting the christmas season well we're deep in the christmas season i guess and so you know what's a better theme than violent santa clauses <laughs> so my, my first one is a a good guy violent santa and it's the film violent night starring david harmer it's uh, directed by tommy Workola, who did uh dead snow and written by pat casey and josh miller the two writers of sonic the hedgehog and sonic the hedgehog <laughs> 2. this also stars john leguizamo and Be beverly d'angelo hey which always works for a christmas movie and it's santa answers the wish of a little girl the, the wish is that her rich family is rescued from the 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 people who have kidnapped or, or, and possibly going to kill them. David Harbour is a, much like the title says, a very violent Santa. He, it's, it's, it is amazingly fun, amazingly violent. Just super fun. It came out last year. Oh, Paul, where's it playing? That would be nice if I told you. Mm -hmm. Why it's playing on Amazon Prime. So if you're looking for uh, some violent but fun and surprisingly heartwarming, surprisingly heartwarming santa action you couldn't go wrong with violent night playing on amazon prime and speaking of of uh of violent good guy santa clauses i'll pass this to zach ho 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 paul that's all i gotta say about that okay well my my first couple of recommendations aren't really uh holiday themed although my first one uh, it does take place during the winter, so I, I guess that counts, right? Although it's uh, set in Canada, so I don't know if they have any seasons other than winter. So I don't know mm -hmm. if that counts. But anyways, uh, so if you listen to this podcast at all, you know I love zombie films. I love all sorts of zombie films. I'll never get tired of zombie films. I know a lot of people are very tired and have been very tired of the genre for a long time. But if you're like me and you can't get enough, I've got a couple of recommendations this week. And the first recommendation I have is one of my favorite, uh, actually, I'm just going to say one of my favorite zombie films of all time. I'd say it's a, I'd say it might, might even be a, a, a top five, uh, definitely a top five if you're not counting any of the Romero films. But uh, the film is Pontypool, and it is playing on Shudder <laughs> and AMC+. And I, I almost don't want to say too much about it. It's one of those, it's a, it's a limited uh, uh kind of an isolated space horror film in, in other words like it, almost the entire movie takes place in a uh, radio studio and it's it's about a a night that gets progressively weirder and weirder as the disc jockey starts to hear about these outbreaks of violence and uh you quickly figure out that it is a zombie outbreak but this one's a little bit different and i, I almost don't yeah i don't think i'm actually going to give uh away any more than that i would say don't uh, if you if you like independent horror films, don't read up any more than what I've just said. Just go check it out. It's a uh, it's an interesting it's a it's an original take on the zombie genre, which is uh, let's face it, pretty much impossible to do these days. But uh, people are still figuring out how to do it. Uh, like I said, it's on Shutter. It's on AMC Plus. Uh, we've actually mentioned this one a couple times because it also features uh, uh, Boyd Banks, uh, who's a Canadian actor who's been in uh, a number of movies that we've we've talked about actually. Uh, jason x and land of the dead among them and i love him in uh in this movie but uh yeah it's it's a uh, it's a very very interesting you know i'm gonna say even if you don't like zombie movies you might like this one because 
it's so different from your your average zombie movie. So check it out, uh, Ponty Pool. Uh, not to be confused with uh, my recommendation from last week, Pootie Tang. <laughs> <laughs> Although, uh, as Renee uh, w- uh, meant to mention uh, at one point, it would make a, a great double feature, uh, the Ponty Tang double feature. <laughs> but, um, and speaking of uh, speaking of Renee, I-, I will pass it over to her for her first recommendation. Well, thank you so much. My first recommendation is a relatively new movie, and it is available on Shudder and AMC+. This movie is called The Sacrifice Game. And I have to tell you, I don't know who is in charge of these decisions. Whoever named this movie and whoever did the art for this movie, they just did a great disservice to this movie. It is one that I actually put it in my list to watch, but I was not inclined to get around to it anytime soon. I thought, oh, that looks kind of interesting. You know, it's a story about these girls that are stuck over the winter at this boarding school and then this cult arrives and just everything just goes amok they have to try to survive the night basically and on the cover art it shows the cult members and all of their little punchable faces they are they are not they are not the ones this in the movie there's these girls rose she's the the gal that is the the headmistress of this boarding school And these two younger girls, Samantha and Clara, are there. These girls don't have very many credits to their names, but they were so good. It takes place during the 70s, and it was just really great. Rose was in, or the girl that plays Rose was in the movie The Ranger, which I believe we had recommended once before. That's a great movie. Uh, But this movie is just great. Uh, I would say do not sleep on it. You might see it and you might think, eh, I'll get around to it at some point. Do not do that. Watch it. Watch it right now. And then watch it again. It's really, really good. I recommend it. That movie is called, what is this movie called? This movie is called The Sacrifice Game. See, that's how you know it has a really shitty title because I can't remember it. I really (laughs) like the movie and I couldn't remember the title. (sighs) Ah. So that being so, and where am I? And you can watch this on uh, Shutter. <laughs> you can watch this on Shutter and AMC Plus. And I'll pass this back to Paul. Well, thank you, Renee. And I want to actually uh, second both of your guys' recommendations. Uh, definitely Ponty Pool and the Sacrifice Game. And and if you uh, caught the holdovers in the theaters, it's uh, the Sacrifice Game is a good follow up because it's got a similar setup. <laughs> so. But my second film, I was talking about Violent Santa. So the first one was a good Violent Santa. This is a bad Violent Santa. From 2005, this is Santa's Slay, spelled S-L-A-Y, and uh, written directed by David Steinman, and it stars Goldberg, or Bill Goldberg, um, <laughs> who's a, a, a professional wrestler as Santa. But see, the thing is, you don't realize, Santa was actually the devil's child, and he lost a bet with an angel and had to spend a thousand years um, delivering toys and doing good. Well, that thousand years is up and he's ready to kill lots of people. And it is really fun and really funny. The cold opening has a bunch of uh, celebrities like James Caan and uh, and uh, Rebecca Gayhart and Fran Drescher and Chris Kattan. Um and it's uh, Robert Culp is in there as grandpa, not during the as the cold open, but later. It is just super fun, super violent, absolutely hilarious. Highly recommend. Oh, but Paul, where the hell is it playing? Why it's playing on Fubo, 
USA, which you can actually like as in USA up all night, um, or it's also a really pretty good version of it's on YouTube as well. Um, just fun stuff. Uh, it is it is uh, one I think that needs to be in the 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 violent Santa Christmas rotation. Highly recommend it. So again, that's Santa's Slay S L A Y from two thousand five on Fubo USA and YouTube. And speaking of uh, uh, people who've met, lost a bet with an angel, but that thousand years is up. I'll pass this to Zach. Ah, you got me. Well, you guys better watch out because. I, I agreed to do this uh, this podcast for a thousand years, and <laughs> actually, I, I do have nine hundred ninety seven years left. Um, so that's how long you can look forward to this podcast going. Uh, anyways, so I'm gonna actually my second recommendation. I, I've got a couple of recommendations, and I'm gonna kind of pull a Bill. Bill loves uh, YouTube, and I'm always like, Ah, oh, Bill, uh, who 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 has who who watches stuff on YouTube? Who watches whole movies on YouTube? And then I realized that uh, if you have a smart TV these days, you can just like get, you you have a YouTube app on the TV, and then you just like you know load up a movie, and if it's in if it has a good uh, good good resolution, then it's it's actually not too far off of watching. Uh, something on another streaming service. So, anyways, I'm, I'm going to correct myself from uh, the other week. I mentioned my favorite zombie film of all time, uh, Dawn of the Dead, was not streaming anywhere. And that is actually not true um, because apparently it's actually streaming on YouTube. And not only is it streaming on YouTube, uh, you, can, you can find like at least three different cuts, if not more, because uh, mm-hmm. there are like a million cuts of this movie. So, uh, yeah, you can find uh, the, there's the, uh, I, I don't even remember exactly what each one of them is called. There's the shorter, uh, there's the U.S. cut, which is a shorter one. There's an extended version. There's a full version. Uh, they range from like two hours to two hour, two and a half hours. Uh, so if you're if you have access to uh, a smart TV, because you're gonna want to watch this on a big screen, you don't want to watch this on your computer. But uh, yeah, check out Dawn of the Dead. It's it's on. You can just you know go into YouTube, type in Dawn of the Dead, and uh, you can choose your uh, preferred cut. And um, I'm also, <laughs> as I was, uh, I was thinking of recommending this, and I was realizing that uh, maybe it's it's actually okay to recommend things on YouTube because yeah, people people watch things on YouTube these days. I realized that there were a couple of other zombie movies on YouTube that we have never recommended, so I'm actually making this a threefer. Um, <laughs> so the 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 second and third recommendation uh, that I have this this uh, week. They are not streaming in uh, 1080p, so they're not going to be. Uh, they're not going to be like you would. Oh, I, I don't know. Maybe they are. Uh, I've noticed on like Prime sometimes you just get videos that are basically VHS quality, and I'm not. I'm. 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 I'm, I'm not making that up. I'm not being facetious. They literally just put a VHS rip rip up there. <laughs> um, anyways, um, so you can watch the following films in <laughs> 480p and 360p, respectively. Oh, wow. oh, but um, this is something; these are movies that we've re- we've actually uh, talked about, uh, I think, repeatedly on the podcast. Um, because the the two films I would like to uh, suggest you go watch on YouTube are uh, Fistful of Brains and A Few Brains More: Summer of Blood. <laughs> That's right. You can go find them on uh, www.youtube.com. For those of you who don't know what these are. Uh, these are the movies that uh, Paul and Bill and myself worked on. If you watch a few brains more, you might be asking yourself, "What does what does Paul actually look like in real life?" Well, if you watch a few brains more, uh, you can see Paul in all of his glory, 
uh, the the most beautiful mustache you will ever see in your life. And uh, yeah, so this is uh, maybe maybe for those of you who've who've been listening to the podcast for a while and have heard us uh, mention these movies, now you can go watch them. Uh, they ain't pretty, and um, I'm not just talking about the bit rate, <laughs> but but uh, yeah, that's uh, that's a little a little special, a little extra special uh, recommendation because hey, you're gonna you're gonna need some stuff to watch over the holiday, right? So there you go. Uh, so yeah, that's that's a a, 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 a triple feature. Uh, on youtube.com Dawn of the Dead, Fistful of Brains, and A Few Brains More, Summer <laughs> of Blood. Um, apparently uh, not very tempting because I noticed that A Few Brains More has been up uh, on YouTube for six years and it has uh, just over 800 <laughs> views. So, um, oh well. Um, <laughs> so speaking of, uh, the, speaking of the one person who uh, who's, who's reputation has not been besmirched by being involved in these films i will pass it over to renee well thank you so much i thought you were going to say the one person that is responsible for at least 100 of those views um. <laughs> have you actually have you seen these movies have you ever I actually, actually have seen both oh, okay movies. okay Nice. Amazing! There are so many gifts to be made, and I am just waiting for Bill to get me that high quality copy. So I'm actually going to hijack Paul's theme of Killer Santas. This is a story of a sweet young boy who really just he went through a lot of trauma as a child. His grandfather has warned him that Santa will come and punish everyone that is naughty. He witnessed his parents being murdered by Santa, and he is just mortified. And he has grown up now in an orphanage. Mother Superior is there. She is just the worst. She just does not like Billy at all. Poor little Billy. So, you know, as he gets older, obviously Christmas time is just a really traumatic time for him. He has just just very trying times. Eventually, he becomes an adult. And he gets a job in a toy store right around Christmas time. And as you can expect, he gets a little bit triggered and things start to happen. And I, you know, I don't want to give, give away too much, but I think you know where this is going. <laughs> so this movie is called Silent Night, Deadly Night. Yay! Yay! It is a lot of fun. It has some great death scenes. It has a lot of topless ladies. Mm. It, yeah, it takes place in a toy store. Oh, the just the toy store alone was so much fun. Like, if you were a kid in the 80s, oh, just that part was just so much fun. So this movie's great. It's a lot of fun. I do have a couple of notes that I found really hilarious. And, Paul, we, we brought this up. Now, this, this is something I think I, that needs to be mentioned. So Paul is my brother-in-law. My sister married Paul and she puts a lot of blame on us for the kinds of movies that we watch but she's the one like she finds these movies and a lot of times now of course you know this is a bit of a classic but she you know she found out where it was streaming she got she gave us the list of movies this was on the list she's really good at finding movie recommendations so I'm just saying I think there's a reason that she gravitated towards Paul because she really likes these movies and she just doesn't want to admit it. <laughs> so this movie opened the same weekend as Nightmare on Elm Street. Now, granted, Nightmare on Elm Street did open in fewer theaters, but it actually outgrossed <laughs> Nightmare on Elm Street. And it was very controversial, 
primarily due to the advertising campaign that put a lot of emphasis on Santa Claus being the killer. And the PTA, which, you know, I, you know, when you're in school and it's like, oh, we're going to have a PTA meeting. I didn't really, never really thought that like the PTA was like a national organization. Apparently they are, or they were, and they protested and got this film removed fairly quickly. (laughs) One of the problems (laughs) apparently was that advertisements for this movie aired between episodes of shows like Little House on the Prairie. (laughs) Oh, Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) So parents were complaining that their kids were getting freaked out. Oh, God, I love it. And then I guess at the East Coast premiere at a theater in the Bronx, there were protesters and they picketed the theater and they sang Christmas carols in protest. <laughs> oh, wow. That's that's yeah. the sort of advertising you, you can't pay for. That's that's right. Uh, that's amazing. It, it, yeah, I think so. And so. And Siskel and Ebert, they condemned the film. Also also great advertising. Yeah, great advertising. <laughs> they said, shame on you to the production crew. And Gene Siskel said that all the money the filmmakers were making off of this film was blood money. Mm. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Leonard Moulton denounced the film, calling it a worthless splatter film and citing it as a bomb and asking... <laughs> What's next? The Easter Bunny as a child molester? Oh. <laughs> wow. Well, People yeah. are so mad. So so you you said that the, the, the film got pulled from theaters because of all this? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, I feel like I feel like these days like you would take those quotes from prominent critics and put them on the poster. Oh, like, absolutely, right. <laughs> it's amazing. And I guess before being filmed within the, or I'm sorry, before being pulled, the 10 days, first 10 days of release, it grossed over 2.4 million. So it probably could have done pretty well. Also, didn't this movie have like four sequels? Oh my God. Yes. There's like, like there's so many of them. Which, which by the way, the, I believe it's the second one that has one of the greatest moments in film history. The, uh, the garbage day scene. Um, I'll, I'll send it to you. Oh yes, please. So I guess that's all we have. Does does anybody yeah. want to? Uh, Paul was uh, abducted mid podcast. Paul, Paul went to sell his bed, or at least that's <laughs> what he told us. But um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That sounds like a euphemism for something. So definitely code. I'll sing us out on the uh, the theme song for a fistful of brains, mm. uh, or a few brains more. Summer of blood. Mm. Do you want me to? Go ahead and go. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, okay, mm-hmm. here we go. <clears throat> First they had a fistful of brains, but now they're gonna have a summer of blood, cause it's a few brains more. A summer of blood, a few brains more. It's gonna be good. Oh yeah, a few <laughs> brains more. That's all I got. That. <laughs> I was have not you ever prepared. considered a career in songwriting? Uh, I have, actually. I've submitted over 730 songs to various recording studios that I've never heard back. Wow. Don't know why. Don't it's because they're jealous, I think. It could be. It could yeah, be. Yeah, because they know that. <laughs> 
yeah, they just like, take all the glory. Once this guy comes on the scene, every other songwriter is going to be eclipsed, and Finished. all of our big names are going to get really mad. So, yeah, I don't know. Could be. <laughs> we'll go with that. It's definitely what it is. Yeah. Christmas Eve is slowly fading. Can you hear him in the night? Close the door, turn out the light. For the weekend of December 15th, Paul recommended Violent Night, available on Prime Video, and Santa's Sleigh, available on Fubo and USA. I recommended The Sacrifice Game, available on AMC Plus and Shudder and Silent Night, Deadly Night, available on YouTube and Plex. So I was actually going to open the episode being like, welcome to our Silent Night, Deadly Night ranking podcast, but I didn't want to spoil it. I would absolutely, I would absolutely sit down and do that. Just my my point being, like, if there were five sequels and it was mostly (laughs) only out on video, like, it must have done extremely well like think of how much they, they could have raked in the money if they had kept it in theatrical could release. you imagine how much money they could have made yeah so i guess they pulled the they pulled the advertisements like a week before they pulled the film which yeah i thought maybe i, I guess they were like well is this good enough and they were like nope sorry yeah I th- oh my gosh that's just that's just i love it and now, now i'm gonna have to go down the uh uh, the rabbit hole on this. Oh, you know, it, it made, so it made, it made like two and a half million dollars and only had a 700, uh, 750 million, uh, 750 million, 750,000 dollar budget. Like this, this movie still made a shit ton of money. Right. That's impressive. And it was only, right. Like they only put yeah. it in for 10 days and so much, but God, could you yeah. imagine kind of, you know, somebody well, was mathing it out of like how if, much it could have made. If, if this movie, if this movie had stayed in release and if it had maintained its, uh, box office trajectory like it would have been like can you imagine a universe where like this is the series that had an installment <gasps> every year for like a decade oh my God. <laughs> like, this could have been <laughs> the nightmare I mean like I said it still got four sequels but yeah this could right. have been the uh, yeah I mean it's insane 2.4 million dollars in 10 days in 1984 yeah that's insane Bill, oh my god, okay. I know, okay, maybe we need to record it to have it ready for next year because Bill Mosley is in Silent Night, Deadly Night 3. Mm, yeah, Clint okay. Howard is what? in Silent Night, Deadly Night 4. Oh my god. <laughs> Who is in Silent Night, Deadly Night 5? I don't know yet, I'm still scrolling. Oh man. Oh my god. So the second one made, the second one lost money. And they kept going. Really? Mickey Rooney. Clint Howard is in this one, too. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Santa's watching. Santa's waiting. Christmas Eve is slowly fading. Can you Close the door, turn out the light. Santa's watching, Santa's creeping. Now 
Santa knows if you've been bad. There might be a treat for you in Santa's bag of toys. But Christmas won't be fun and games for naughty girls and boys. Santa's watching, Santa's waiting, everybody's celebrating. Dear 